Hi, I'm Dave Stark. Welcome to the penultimate episode of Talking Nonfiction, Season 1. I have 10 episodes planned this season, and in each episode, I take less than 10 minutes to talk about five great nonfiction books, letting you know what the book is and why it struck me as great. These are my favorite, my most highly recommended reads from the last 10 to 12 years, over which time I've read roughly 30 works of nonfiction annually and wrote about each of my writing blog at wordswrittendown.com. So far this season, I've covered five great memoirs, books on justice, tales of ocean adventure, great stories from history, excellent sports books, works of war history, books on personal growth, and writers on writing. In this episode nine, I'll be covering five great books on adventure travel. Starting things off is The Impossible First by Colin O'Brady. It's on his 2018 solo trek all the way across Antarctica. The crossing had never been done before without assistance, and O'Brady raced against British explorer Captain Lewis Rudd, also attempting to complete the 932-mile solo crossing. Each man skied while pulling a sled with close to two months of supplies, and the book a remarkable tale from a dangerous and beautiful place. Also in the book is writing about O'Brady's Explorer's Grand Slam expedition, from 2016. He reached the summit of the highest mountain on each of the seven continents and trekked to both the North and South Pole in just over four months, the fastest time that anyone had ever done the seven summits, much less also the two poles. Additionally, O'Brady reached the highest point in all 50 states in a record-breaking 21 days, and he in The Impossible First writes a great book on his efforts. The Skies Belong to Us by Brendan Corner is an excellent book in which he does the trick of taking an interesting topic, finding particularly fascinating subjects within that topic, and then crafting a great narrative out of it. The subtitle of the book is Love and Terror in the Golden Age of Hijacking, and the book jacket notes that over a five-year period starting in 1968, commercial jets were hijacked at a rate of nearly once a week. Corner writes in the book of how the majority of hijackers wanted to go to Cuba, but his cover subjects Roger Holder and Kathy Kirkow forced a 1972 L.A. to Seattle flight to take them to Algiers. Theirs was a fascinating story with Holder a disillusioned and somewhat unstable Vietnam vet and Kirkow a seemingly footloose girl from Coos Bay, Oregon. Part of what made the book so good was the research that Corner put into it with 31 pages of notes and citations at the end of the book, and additionally, the book felt very cinematic, bringing to mind the movie Argo, which came out of a Wired magazine story, The Great Escape. Book number three to cover here is Tip of the Iceberg by Mark Adams. It's a travel log with the subtitle, My 3,000-Mile Journey Around Wild Alaska, The Last Great American Frontier. Adams provides an enjoyable retracing of an 1899 expedition, one led by railroad magnate Edward Harriman, historian C. Hart Merriman, and John Muir. Adams alternates in the book between chapters on the original voyage and his own, and at first traveled on the Alaska Marine Highway system of ferries, beginning in Bellingham, Washington, then in up through southeast Alaska, with stops including Ketchikan, Skagway, and Gustavus without a jumping-off point to Glacier Bay, in which Adams went on a vividly described overnight kayaking trip. Also fascinating from this portion of the book was a description of Latuya Bay, 
a fjord seven miles long, two miles wide, and with sides that rise more than 6,000 feet. There in 1958 was an earthquake-caused landslide that triggered a 1,700-foot-high tsunami, killing several and leaving a few survivors who recounted the experience. After journeying through southeast Alaska, Adams went to Kodiak and made a subsequent stop in the Valley of 10,000 Smokes in Katmai National Park. It's an area formed out of a 1912 eruption of Mount Katmai that went on for three days, ejecting 30 times the volume of the 1980 Mount St. Helens blast. Adams concludes the trip by going through the Aleutian Islands, then flew to Nome and visited the nearby village Shishmaref, a place gravely threatened by climate change. Book number four is Walking Home by Lynn Schooler, within another travelogue through southeast Alaska. Schooler covers a 2007 solo trek he took north from his hometown of Juneau, starting out 170 miles by boat up to Latuya Bay, and then by foot 60 miles up the wild and uninhabited coast toward Dry Bay and the Alsek River. He writes about the 1958 magnitude 8.3 quake in the region that triggered a rock slide at the end of Latuya Bay, causing a 1,700-foot-high tsunami, the largest ever recorded. Latuya Bay is also noted as being treacherous to enter. Due to the tides, it can be like falling off a shelf, as the water drops so precipitously between the open ocean and the bay, and it's easy to be thrown against a berm of rocks in the water. Leaving from Latuya Bay, Schooler trekked the coast over glacial rubble and river crossings requiring an inflatable boat, enduring horrible weather rolling in the, from the Pacific, all with the knowledge that if he got hurt, there wasn't any way to call for help. He went up past Cape Fairweather, crossed Grand Plateau Lake, and then saw the first vestiges of where people had somewhat recently been, less than 10 miles from Dry Bay, and decided to turn around for home. While walking back to Latuya Bay, Schooler came across and was stalked by a grizzly bear, one that he got away from by making himself appearing large and charging the bear, causing it to turn tail and run away. Along with the history of Latuya Bay, Schooler also writes about the Clinket people that lived in the lands he traversed, and it's an interesting travel story and a well-told personal account. The fifth book to cover here is Too Far From Home by Chris Jones. It's subtitled The Incredible True Story of Three Astronauts Who Were Hundreds of Miles Above Earth When They Lost Their Ride Home. The paperback version is retitled Out of Orbit, and the book about the U.S. astronauts and Russian cosmonauts who were at the International Space Station at the time of the Shuttle Columbia disaster. The book means more to me than most, in that it was the first I wrote about on my writing blog back in 2008. Along with this book, I wanted to note an Esquire story from Jones that struck me as particularly profound and important. The things that carried him from the May 2008 issue is about fallen serviceman Sergeant Joe Montgomery, and it covers the path Montgomery followed from the time of his death in Iraq to burial in the U.S. The five books I've covered here are all great ones. If you've not read them, I highly recommend any of The Impossible First by Colin O'Brady, The Skies Belong to Us by Brendan Corner, Tip of the Iceberg by Mark Adams, Going Home by Lynn Schooler, or Too Far From Home by Chris Jones. I'm glad you took the time to listen this far. If you liked what you heard, please rate the podcast. 
leave a review, and subscribe as there's one more episode coming this season featuring five more great books.